This is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY. Well, something certainly very important is the importance of diversity in writing, not only just writing, but in children's books as well. Somebody I'm talking to right now, haven't seen him in quite a while, uh, Daniel Berkeley. How are you doing? Pretty good. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. So, um, so we're talking a little bit uh, before we uh, before we started recording here. Uh, talking a little bit. Um, I was uh, I used to work at the YMCA before I worked at the radio station, and I worked uh, the after school program. And uh, I knew your son very well, and you also came to visit school. So it's it's very nice to talk to you again. How's everybody doing? Everybody's doing pretty good. Dave now he is uh, he's a fourth grader now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, tell me a little bit about yourself, because you have a, you have quite an interesting um, quite an interesting background here. You've been about you've been about all over. You uh, have a sort of military background, and you're also a firefighter. So, how? Um, so, I guess just tell a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I was born and raised in Jacksonville, Illinois, and I didn't really want to jump right into college after I got out of high school, so I joined the military. Um, when I was in the military, I was sent to Kaiserslautern in Germany. That's where uh, my first station was. And there I was a mailman, believe it or not, delivering mail to right. uh, the U.S. bases. Uh, the cool part about that job was I got to travel all over Europe delivering the mail. So I would drive a tractor trailer to other bases over there so i would go to france austria you know i lived in germany and every country surrounding germany i would drive to and deliver u.s mail and stuff and it was a pretty cool job especially for a young 18 year old kid to move to another country and drive a tractor trailer and see as much of the country as I got to doing the job that I did over there. But um, before I would deploy, my job would be changed from delivering mail to actually being a security uh, escort company because uh, civilians were doing the jobs that I was doing in Germany over in Iraq and stuff. Mm. So they made me a part of a security team, and that's how I became a uh, 50 cal machine gunner uh, with the 66 Transportation Gun Truck Company for 14 months in Iraq. And we were stationed at a base called Q West, about 30 miles south of Missoula. Yeah, that's really interesting. And you, um, and so. When you got back, then you became a firefighter. Is that correct? Yes. All right. And so, did you? Is that um? So, so how did you how did you come into being a firefighter? Is that something you you wanted to do? Uh, something you you thought you could do? Um, so, I mean, what was the? I mean, just something you you just wanted to do? And what's the what was the whole process behind that? Uh, honestly, uh, there was a there was quite a bit of gap uh, when I when I came back. Uh, well, when I got back from Iraq, I went back to Europe for a year. 
Then I came back to the States after that and I joined the reserves and I was going to college. So um, I was in my, I just finished my first semester of my senior year at the University of Illinois uh, at Springfield here at UIS. Um, and my brother was actually the one that was interested in wanting to be a firefighter. And he told me to come take the test with him. I, I really wasn't interested in becoming a firefighter because one, I always thought it was a volunteer. It was volunteer work. Right. And I was more interested in getting on SWAT. I had big plans of moving to a big city because that's what I had been used to after being in Iraq for so long is doing, you know, security type of stuff. And I figured, you know, that would be more interesting for me. But nonetheless, I went with him to take the test and I went through the entire process and I learned that it was actually a paid job that paid pretty well. And I ended up making it all the way through the entire process and getting offered a job. And I've been there ever since. All right, that's that's great. That's awesome, and that's and when you came and visited, this is about two about two years ago, and I was still I was part time at the YMCA, and I was uh, starting out part time here at the radio station. Um, I believe that's when you uh, came and visited uh, all the kids after school, um, and you came in your full fireman gear and you you uh you showed how to put everything on quickly and all the layers, and I mean that is, I got to tell you that 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 is a, uh, I mean. Props to you. That is that is something I don't know if I would be able to do. That is such, you know, that 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 is such a tough. That I'm sure I can't, I can't even do it justice talking about how tough of the job that would be. Um, but uh, but you know that's awesome. And one of the things that you also talked about when you were there at that school is uh, it's uh, several of the books that you had written. One of them, um, I believe it was uh, Davy's Pirate Ship. Was that the one you read for the class? Yes, right? that was the one that I had just uh, released at that time. Yeah. Yeah, so so I'm so I'm curious about um because you you write books, you also write some poetry, a book of poetry, uh, poems by the bedside, and I was wondering if um where your love of writing this poetry and writing in general, where that came from, something you've always loved doing. Um, I was inter- introduced to poetry by my English teacher, Miss Homer. She required us to join the young authors competition in order to pass her class. And that's why I discovered that I could, you know, write poetry and I had a talent for it, but I really didn't get deep into poetry and creating the type of children's poetry that I created until I was in Iraq. Uh, My very first book that I published was called Wonderful Magical Place. And the reason why it's called Wonderful Magical Place is because it was a place that I would escape to in my mind to get away from the nasty things that I had to see and do while serving in Iraq. And that's where I started developing, you know, all these crazy stories about going to outer space and making all these characters and stuff. And it was a wonderful, magical place for me because it got my mind off of what, where I was at the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's we we often we always think of um, think of all sorts of artistic endeavors, poetry, music, uh, any sort of movies, writing. As I mean, it's this escapism when you read something or you watch something that it's you know you're just taking your mind off of uh, sort of everything you're thinking about at the moment. And of course, definitely in the situation you were in there. And I um, I also want to um, talk about something you. I've talked about a little bit as well um, on your website and on a couple other places about um, not only the importance of all of this writing, but the importance of diversity in writing and in children's writing, because the world is a very diverse place and um, it needs to be, you know, everybody should be represented. I mean, I mean, is that I mean, how important is that? It is. I actually believe it's very important, especially for young kids to go to a bookstore and have options of stories that represent their culture and their background. Because nowadays, you know, you go into a bookstore, you'll see more animal books or animal characters versus actual characters of color. Hmm. Uh, other than that, it's predominantly white characters in, in, in books. And we need to diversify that more so that's where my primary focus is, is when I'm writing my stories. I'm not really stressing it or or pushing the fact that diversity needs to be uh, represented in my stories itself. I'm just simply having characters of color in my book and doing a, a regular story that way and just diversifying things in a simpler manner versus actually talking about it up up front. Right. No, yeah, absolutely. Just, just, you know, saying this, you know, these, you know, these, these are characters. These are, these are the people in my story. This is diverse. Yeah. It's, it, it's, I mean, that's really cool. And that is uh, so important that you are doing yeah, that. Yeah. Cause yeah, you know, cause a, a lot of people see me in public and you know, they're, they're shocked when they realize that I'm the person that writes these stories and stuff, because even in today's world, most of the books written about children of color aren't written by uh, people of color. Mm. I would say it's around 75 to 80% of books written for people of color are written actually by uh, white Americans. Really? Believe it or not, wow, yeah, and know that, and that's another very interesting thing, you know. So when you go, so when I would go to like New York or a place where I would be at a book convention, and they would see a big guy like myself, bald, tattoos, earrings, and stuff, and they're like, "Wow, you know, you're the one that wrote this book." Like, yeah, believe it or not, I am the one that actually wrote this children's book. Because when I would when I was on book tour, I would go to all these different schools, and a lot of the time I would be reading my stories to an all white classroom, mm. yeah. and I got to thinking that, you know, some of these kids may only know of or see or interact with African Americans in movies or on TV or somebody that they know knows somebody that's african-american and you know when you see a guy like myself with a bunch of tattoos and piercings and stuff like that 
you might look at me like I'm I'm a thug or somebody to be afraid of when really I'm not. You know, I'm a children's author that fights fires and stuff <laughs> like that. And, you know, my goal is to, you know, when I, to, to, to get the young kids who sees, when they see somebody like me, they don't immediately think I need to be afraid of that person. It's, hey, you know, that character is just, he's just like the character in Davy's Pirateship Adventure or Baby Kai and the Monster in the Closet. And then they just relate that to just me being a person versus a, a image that means something bad or danger, you know? Right. No, that's so important. And that's so cool. And I, and it's so great. Everything that you are doing, that is, that is really awesome. And I, uh, and if people want to keep up with your books, but keep up with your poetry, uh, you have a website, where can people go to both purchase your books and uh, find a little bit more information about you? Yeah, if you go to my website, it's www.danielberkeley.com. That's D-A-N-U-A-L-B-E-R-K-L-E-Y.com. And you can get a little bit more information about myself there. And then you can also purchase my books on my website as well. Wonderful. And those books are available through Amazon. You can also get them at Barnes and Noble. Uh, what you do is so important and it's great. Thank you so much for talking with me, Daniel. And I'm sure we'll be talking again sometime soon. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good day. You too.